The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord appointed seventy others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves, carrying no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if someone of peace is there, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves his wage. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick who are there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, on that day it will be more tolerable for Sodom than for that town. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name even the demons submit to us. Jesus said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. So we see in this passage in Luke, and actually it's a unique passage to Luke, Jesus sending out the 70, and we ask ourselves, ask ourselves why 70? Nothing that Jesus does is a coincidence Nothing is an accident. He has a plan. So why is he sending out 70 disciples? Well, there's two important passages from the Old Testament that reference the number 70 and connect with this passage. The first is from Genesis 10, where uh, the genealogy of the sons of Noah is listed. And if you count up all those names of the sons of Noah, you get 70. And those 70 in Jewish tradition represent uh, all the Gentile nations. So Jesus choosing 70 disciples to go out is representing his, his universal uh, evangelical mission, that he wants the gospel to go to all nations. And the other important passage is in Exodus, well, Exodus and Numbers, where Moses chooses uh, 70 elders to help him judge the people of Israel because the work of judging all of their problems has become too much for him and his father-in-law Jethro says you're gonna wear yourself out you need to get some help appoint 70 elders to help you and so he does and so now in the Gospels we see Jesus mirroring this structure of Moses um, sometimes Actually, often we'll hear from non-Catholic Christians that um, the church hierarchy is, is not biblical, that 
uh, Catholics have just made up these orders, the bishops, the priests, the deacons, uh, that the ministerial priesthood is something that's not in the New Testament. You know, we see uh, throughout the Gospels that Jesus is actually mirroring uh, the structures of the Old Testament. You just have to know the Old Testament well to see what he's doing, because it's not, he's not spelling it out for you in in our modern way that we would like to have it spelled out, but he is spelling out in a very Jewish way uh, with things like this, where he's sending out 70. So we see in the structure of Jesus' ministry, he's the top, and then his prime minister, the one whom he has given the keys of the kingdom, is St. Peter. But St. Peter is the head of a group. We have the 12 apostles representing the 12 tribes of Israel, but within those 12 apostles, we have the inner three, Peter, James, and John. Uh, they're mirroring the relationship of Moses and uh, Aaron and Aaron's two sons, the 12 tribes of Israel, and then the 70 elders that uh, Moses appointed and Jesus here appoints. And so we see this mirroring structure, Jesus following Moses. It's important for us uh, to remember this, that the order of the church, the structure of the church, is part of God's plan for us in the body of Christ. That there is a head, there are members, and there are many, many members, uh, but one body. And we have to work together as one body to fulfill the mission of the head, Jesus Christ. And so I'm just going to, just so you don't think I'm just making this up, uh, and it's not part of church tradition. I just want to read uh, an excerpt from the prayer of ordination of a priest, and showing this connection between the bishops, who are the successors of the apostles, and the priests, who are uh, co-workers with the bishops, but who are mirroring um, this relationship of the 70 disciples with the 12 apostles. So this is just a, an excerpt from the prayer of ordination, quote, To form priestly people, you appoint ministers of Christ your Son by the power of the Holy Spirit, arranging them in different orders. Already in the earlier covenant, offices arose, established through mystical rites. When you set Moses and Aaron over your people to govern and sanctify them, you chose men next in rank and dignity to accompany them and assist them in their task. So too, in the desert, you implanted the spirit of Moses in the hearts of seventy wise men, and with their help ruled over people with greater ease. So also, upon the sons of Aaron, you poured an abundant share of their father's plenty, that the number of the priest, priests prescribed by the law might be sufficient for the sacrifices of the tabernacle, which were a shadow of the good things to come. But in these last days, Holy Father, you sent your Son into the world, Jesus, who is Apostle and High Priest of our Confession. Through the Holy Spirit, he offered himself to you as a spotless victim, and he made his apostles with companions, he made his apost and he made his apostles, consecrated in the truth, sharers in his mission. You provided them also with companions to proclaim and carry out the work of salvation throughout the world. And now we beseech you, Lord, in our weakness, to grant us these helpers that we need to exercise the priesthood that comes from the apostles. End quote. 
So today, as we remember, Jesus sending out the 70 as helpers in the ministry of proclaiming the gospel, we also remember the prayer of our Lord that um, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Pray that the Lord send laborers into the harvest. Pray for our bishops, that they be courageous leaders, um, that they work well with their priests, and that the priests be humble and faithful sons of their bishops, and that we have more priests and, uh, who are courageously following their bishops in proclaiming the truth of the gospel and living out the faith of Jesus Christ. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.